Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I'm joined by Rob Alessiani. Oh, snap. And Keen Cobb. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're here to talk about uh, a couple things, really. Miss Marvel as a series and the season finale, as well as Thor, Love, and Thunder. We're going to start with Ms. Marvel. Now finished. Had, our, had the season season finale. Uh, when we last met, we were unsure, like, what the hell is going to happen in this in this last episode? And I felt like they delivered. Mm-hmm. This is my first impression. I felt that, like they delivered. I felt like they, to quote Marsley in our Slack, they stuck the landing mm-hmm. and uh, created a good end to an overall very cool series. First impression, Rob. Uh, I agree with all that. Um, I think that uh, it was one of, it was just a very enjoyable, um, like nicely wrapped up little series. And it set up a lot of stuff going forward. It set up the Marvels, which I'm super excited for. There was just enough, um, holy shit. Like, honestly, we're going to talk about it here. I think that, this is a perfect example of like setting expectations and like meeting slash exceeding versus like missing. So spoilers for me, I thought Ms. Marvel totally exceeded my expectations at, both in this episode and as a series. And I was a little, uh, not unlike I was with um, Dr. Strange. I was a little underwhelmed with Thor Love and Thunder. I thought it was a good movie. thought it was fun. Glad I went and saw it. I don't think it was, you know, I think it's getting, it seems like I might be in the minority insofar as I thought it was fine because it's everything I'm reading online seems like it's like there's there's people in the in the in on the polls they loved it thought it was amazing thought it was just Ragnarok again or they thought it was abject garbage and I don't think it was either um I think it was uh I think it was fine but I thought Ms. Marvel was was awesome really fun character that I'm really excited to explore and see what goes next yeah, we'll talk more about Thor for sure. Keen, first impression, Miss Marvel. Okay, uh, Miss Marvel. I think I think the ending. I think the overall series was great. Um, I this makes me want to go. Even though there's differences within like the the series and within like the uh, comic book run, definitely makes me want to go back and actually read and uh, go through a few of them um, from a distance. Uh, I only kind of learned about Ms. Marvel a little bit based on um, I was like right there when the new Spider-Man started, uh, Miles Morales. So I was like getting a lot of those. Uh, I had a bunch actually of like the very first run. Um, and like they, that's when they, I think they did this. I think that was the middle of Civil War part or the second Civil War within the, the Marvel Universe. And that's where I was kind of introduced to Ms. Marvel at that point. Uh, so I knew of the character. And I was I knew that the character would be able to carry either, I think, honestly, could carry their own movie. Uh, possibly, not about franchise, but definitely a movie and carried the series um, very well. Uh, I don't say it was a switcheroo, but they the way they built up, uh, what was it? The, oh, man, I forgot, I forgot the, their term that they used. The, um, uh, the spirit world or the light world North. that they were nor thank you uh the nor the way they were building it up i thought that was like the big thing and then when it came to like the second to last episode it just was like done with like that um yeah. i do the, the way they did decide to end it um it made me question myself a little bit because initially i thought uh is it is it dod the um yeah, yeah. i thought Yo, the, I thought they were all I thought they were all garbage jerks, but apparently <laughs> like the the higher up within that 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 combo was like, hey, don't do that. We don't we don't know what we're do- dealing with. Don't do that. And she was like, yeah. eh, fuck it. And just went on went on and did mm-hmm. it, which was I like seeing the kind of like divisional in the ranks. And I think that might lead to her obviously switching sides because she's definitely done. Like she's gone now. So I would like to see what happens with her. Um, I got a feeling he might be a part of, he might be including like the secret invasion. He might be like a good, um, if there is a good or bad, uh, man, I'm sorry. My terms are escaping me. Um, thank you. 
he might be a good scroll. Uh, so, and that I'm, I'm sorry to 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 uh, piggyback off of Rob a bit. I know we're gonna talk about it more later on, but as far as Thor goes, real quick, um, I enjoyed it, and I think I think the problem some people are having is I think the Infinity Saga took so long to build that like we're expecting the same kind of build with the new crop of movies as far as like okay what's going to be like the the point of all of this all like the where where are they going to combine who are the next set of avengers i enjoy the series and the movies that's coming out now because i think they had to do so much to build that team that now they're kind of like delving into every facet of that character within the movie or the series and i do like the fact that they're introducing so many realms like we saw uh we saw uh uh valhalla which was beautiful um yeah. we saw uh in, in moon knight we saw that afterworld or I forgot, once again i'm sorry i'm terrible terms but yeah, uh we, field of reads thank you we saw that at, we saw that realm um and then it, it it's just a lot of stuff is going on because before it was just one mad titan we worried about now there's different dimensions there's different realms there's different Earths. universes. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's so much to handle. Yeah. I know a lot of people are saying like, all right, what's the deal with, uh, what's the deal with, what's, uh, the deal with <laughs> what's going on? But I think either Fantastic Four or I think Fantastic Four will be the, the linchpin. I think they're going to be the ones to kind of like combine all this together. And I'm calling my shot now. I think the next like big bad, actually, yeah, I think it's going to end up being like Galactus, honestly. Uh, or I'm, I'm now bouncing back and forth. Either Galactus I, or Doom. I'm not sure, but I mean, the, be like the, I feel like the easy money is Doom. I feel like yeah. that's like you're, you're not, you're not, you're getting like worse than even odds from Vegas on it's, uh, it's Doom. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Galactus, especially is, if the plan is as it seems to be that Marvel is pushing toward the Secret Wars. Yeah, uh, that you're going to get. Some, it's some very doom. doom. Yeah. And like, yeah. let's be honest, if we're talking, if we're talking non-X-Men Marvel characters, heroes or villains or somewhere in between that have not yet touched the MCU, I think you would be hard pressed to find a bigger tentpole villain than Doom. I mean, like Kang the Conqueror is great. We're not like Kang the Conqueror is like D-list compared to Doom. Doom is like yeah. Number one with a bullet on the Mount Rushmore of Marvel villains. So <clears throat> I think I think Doom's where my money would be at. It's because I think there's already been casting rumors and shit too. So Galactus would be dope, but I don't I think we're gonna see a Galactus. But Galactus is also, if they stick with what the comics are, Galactus is an existential threat like global warming, right? Like that's the whole point of Galactus. Galactus doesn't have an axe to grind. He literally is like almost a natural occurrence in the marvel uh cosmic universe because he just eats planets because that's what he eats like a yeah. hawk eating a turtle is not evil it's just eating what it it's eating what it needs to eat whereas doom doom can get in there with some doom can be even more malevolent than even like thanos because thanos thought he was you know the, thanos the savior had, he thought he was helping. yeah doom right. doom can be doom doom's Doom can be like, oh, oh, we got fascism now, and then yeah. like, you know, not the Red Skull. Like, so um, I think Doom's where my even money would be. But, um, but I yeah, like Galactus I, a lot. I think that'd be so dope to see. Yeah, I think we've we've had huge. What are they called? The um, in the Eternals, the big metal oh, things. the Celestials. Yeah, yeah. Celestials. Um, we've had them, uh, and yeah. they're kind of on that level. Uh, scale wise it would confuse uh, casual fans for sure because like they look similar yeah yeah uh and what's the deal with what's the deal with the silver surfer oh, uh, God. doesn't he it's his deal that he goes before yeah galactus and it, yeah. it kind of susses out the planet yep he's he, like, if he, it's worth saving he's the herald of galactus and he's kind of like his um he he goes around and scopes out good planets to eat <laughs> So he's got cosmic powers. <laughs> he's super. He's he's basically Yelp. Galactus. Uh, he's, Galactus, he's Galactus Yelp has everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It has ice cool. caps. It's got <laughs> nuclear proliferation. 
Yeah, you're going to want to go soon a, because a they magma are core melting. that you are going to love. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it'd be cool to see a um, a, a better done Silver Surfer. Oh um, God! Because if you have, you can't have Galactus and not have the Silver Surfer, in my opinion. Yeah, makes no uh, sense. You can't. Well, you can't do it forever. I think. I think you. It would make sense to have Silver Surfer first. Right, just unless they're going like totally off script from the comics, it would totally make sense that like yes, in a post credit scene for the Fantastic Four, the Silver Surfer shows up and he's like, "Hey, uh, my boss is gonna be here in like a movie or two, so like get your shit together." Um, yeah. That would be that would make perfect sense to me. Yeah. Um, but if Galactus showed up, he's not gonna be like, "Where's my buddy? Did you see a shot? Did you see a reflective guy?" Yeah, um, and you have very tone uh, yeah. running around. Uh, and he's had dealings with the important team-ups with the Silver Surfer. So if he's ever going to yeah. come back, which I guess is Guardians 3 is when we're going to see Warlock, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I I know we're still on we're still on Ms. Marvel, and we can jump in that. I feel like we're kind of in like a general yeah, we're just just the, state, <laughs> the state of Marvel yeah. discussion right now. Yeah. And I think my entire – if I have an issue with the MCU right now, I don't think this is a hot take. I'm sure a million – YouTube channels are saying the same Taking thing. Taking out his ex. I feel mm. like, yeah, you know, we've all coached improv, I believe. And I will, fre- I will frequently give a note to a team. Um, usually, like, if they're, like, they just got a ball of energy, you know, it was a real wild hair up their ass kind of practice. And they just, they, they, you know, they, they all drank Dr. Pepper before they got there. Mm-hmm. And they're just, like, on a tear. And I'll say something like, okay, you're doing a really good job at giving yourself a bunch of toys to play with. But eventually, you have to stop dumping toys out of the toy box and play with the toys that are on the ground. And right now, it feels like Marvel. Like, how many post-credit scene characters have we been introduced to between the shows and the movies since, you know um you know since since endgame that i'm just like are we ever gonna see like is are we ever gonna see these hercules now characters again yeah hercules eros um adam warlock was teased even before endgame you know so it's like they should have a movie called like all post-credits characters (laughs) oops oops all post-credits characters i do i do i do love that comparison you just use as far as like all the toys because like looking back you're right. There has been like a lot of just introductions and 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 like I said, I think I think that might be hindering like the the um convenience of like weaving different things together, which I think they're doing very, very slowly but surely. Uh and I also believe that I I think yeah, they're building up like three things. Oh, can you hear me or no? Hello? You're back now. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. All right. So yeah, I think they're building up the three things. I think they're building up to Young Avengers. Uh, they're <laughs> building up more than likely to Doom, and uh, forgot to oh Secret Wars. So yeah. maybe because of Secret Wars, you need an army, and apparently yeah. you need like two or three for this. So maybe they're trying to put pump out as many different um characters as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, and now with the with the uh, with the thing of like different. Um, universes, that's a strong bet, especially if they can't get because uh, now I heard a rumor that Holland won't be back to do another Spider-Man. So if that's the case, maybe they jump the gun and introduce Miles Morales sooner sooner than they thought, just to like have a Spider-Man in the universe to try mm-hmm. to like do stuff with. So yeah, I'm not sure. Number one, I'd be very surprised if Holland doesn't like money that much. Um, <laughs> True, but but like we you you name some of the big ones, but like. Also, also Kang the Conqueror, also the Thunderbolts, also fucking X Men, like also, you know, every like it, it really feels like I could like, uh, or just rattle off all these things. Every single, you know, the Kingpin, like every single property has had some kind of like big reveal that we've gone holy shit for. And I think one of my beefs with Thor was that they wanted me to do that for Hercules, and I'm like. I'm not there. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I think Hercules is great. Um, it's a fun character, but like, I, I, um, I'm worried that like they've hit that button too much. And now, you know, this is the same beef I said when during during Doctor Strange. They gave away too much in the trailer. 
And now it's like, they're trying to hit, they, they need to like focus on storytelling again and not just, they need to retrain me to be excited for the big um, unexpected reveals uh, by not teasing them so early and also being like, we can still tell a really good, um, like well-executed, takes itself seriously, individual story that is also a part of this much bigger story that we're telling. Because for me, Thor, and, Thor Love and Thunder did not take itself seriously nearly enough, whereas mm. Ms. Marvel was perfect, like dead on, good balance. really well-balanced, was telling a, a more important real-world uh, real world background story but also introducing a new character that uh, new character of the mcu that while different from the comics i thought was you know one of those rare instances where, like this was improved upon like the decisions they made in the mcu version i thought now that having read a couple of trade paperbacks improved upon like the background that was there the way that her powers tie into familial history and heritage and um like learned ancestral power so cool really just just a a full-fledged upgrade um and thor love and thunder in contrast i was like this is just trying to do what ragnarok did again and it didn't execute it as well and it kept making fun of itself like in the middle of it it was like yeah it was one of those things like, like well if you're not taking it seriously why am i why am i taking it seriously again I think it was like a seven out of 10, seven and a half out of 10. It was a good movie, but um, didn't didn't hit the bullseye for me. Can I ask you something real quick? Yeah. So uh, as far as that goes, I'm going to be in a very, very small minority when I say I wasn't the hugest fan of Ragnarok. Like I liked it a lot. Interesting. Yeah. But I thought, I thought it was such a, 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 I mean, obviously it was a tonal shift, because yeah. like compared it's a to like huge very, departure yeah from for, for, from before it because I, I think mind you i'm not a huge expert when it comes to like him in the comics but what i've seen throughout different um publications throughout like different uh forms yeah thor was definitely a way more serious <laughs> kind of not that's like french but whatever like a very serious uh in tone kind of character which he's the sure. god of blah 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 and the fact that I do appreciate that Ragnarok, well, I think the whole MCU kind of softened him and showed yeah. like, if anything, Chris Hemsworth turned Thor into what he what this is. They realized is, he had range. Yeah, he's exactly. not just like a big sack, beautiful person who who is just a meathead. Like he's he's funny yeah. as shit. He's really good at, at, at humor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I think I think with with Love and Thunder, and right after I saw it, I immediately compared it, and I might be I might get shot down for this. I immediately compared it to um, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier for the pure fact that I think if you took both those movies and you had no knowledge of the MCU whatsoever, they would still be two of the best standalone Marvel movies. Because, like, I feel like the story in in, uh, Love and Thunder was... Well, every Thor movie is super expansive because of like all the knowledge that he has because he's been around for a very long time all kinds of like different creatures and worlds and stuff like that the introduction of the gods was really really cool and the fact that they mentioned uh quote unquote uh some folks gods uh the god of carpentry uh (laughs) show them you cowards (laughs) (laughs) yeah so jesus uh, is mcu canon yeah yes yeah gotta be at this point yeah but um oh i mean I disagree. I really think. I mean, I think we're all on board with with uh, with uh, Miss Marvel being great. I really yeah. think Thor: Love and Thunder was really good. It's a possibility people wanted too much from it. Totally agreed. I think I I definitely wanted too much from it. I'm I am waiting <laughs> for a Marvel movie to come along since Endgame. Uh, I will say Spider Man damn near got there. Yeah. Just from a spectacle perspective, it was one of the most fun I've had at the movies, certainly in the most fun since, you know, I started going to movies again after lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't say it was like the best MCU movie, but it was just exactly what I needed when it came out. So like, yeah. it's had a million Spider-Mans. Give me all the Spider-Men, all of them. The Spider-Men, Spider-Man. I want them all. <laughs> yeah. um, and, but since then, I keep waiting for like the holy fuck movie, like Marvel to give this this i have totally bought in we're doing a we're doing a a podcast to eight people and 
Um, <laughs> thank you, by the way. Thank you. We, yeah, appreciate thank you. You. we really appreciate you. Do you all need anything from the gas station? <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, so I'm giving my life to being invested, not my whole life. I'm giving a chunk of my time as a new father to be invested in this shit still and not just kind of passively, you know, watch it when I can. Like I do research and I watch like behind the scenes and, and, and analysis videos. And then we come on here and we share our thoughts. So like, I'm, I'm a lifer for this stuff. You know, I, I imagine I will watch this unless they someday just wrap it up and go, well, that's enough MCU for us for <laughs> forever. Like I'm probably going to watch this, this, these pr products and, 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 and stories for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, so I'm in, so I'm waiting for the new, the next thing to be like, oh, this feels like special again. Because right now it does feel a little bit to me like, um, specifically for Thor, Taika Waititi is everywhere, omnipresent, and doing some of the coolest shit in any mediums all across the board. Um, uh, Reservation Dogs, amazing. Uh, what We Do in the we Shadows is maybe my favorite, maybe my favorite TV show of the last like so 10, 15 years um you know obviously the mcu stuff uh i'm forgetting like a big one um, he's got a star war coming yeah he has a star oh, war coming he's wow he, you know he's you the know he's done um, Hitler uh, movie. um yeah jojo and the rabbit jojo and the rabbit was incredible like like but at this jojo point rabbit. i yeah, jojo and the rabbit <laughs> <laughs> but i think at this point taika waititi is such a known brand like taika waititi right now almost feels like um um back when like um oh what's his name who did knocked up um uh apatow uh, apatow yeah, movies just felt like apatow movies right and then eventually they started to feel like somebody making an apatow like movie like it almost like like what tricks do we have thor love and thunder felt like taika watiti trying to out taika watiti himself and i'm just like chill taika you're doing great i love everything <laughs> you do um it was too tongue in cheek for me. It was too like winking at the camera. Like, aren't we quirky? I was like Zoe Deschanel, like um, yeah. split her personalities and and created a film. Uh, you know, it was very quirky. It was very even Korg. I thought was a little like okay, ev like we get it. Calm down. Like, we yeah, get I, it. I, like, I give me, yeah. you know, give me a give me a tender like holy shit Korg moment, which we kind of got. I really loved Korg and Love. That was great. Uh, big fan um Dwayne but like Thor kept making fun of the situation like when we're talking about like children being kidnapped and cancer and like big things that I thought deserved just a little more like pause for a second let's take this seriously so that when we go back to being funny it'll hit higher it's again yeah. not to bring it back to improv but it's like you can't you can't just have it pegged uh, you can't have your RPMs pegged in the red the whole time or else we're not going to know what fast is, right? Yeah. You can't be absurd the whole time or we're not going to know what absurd is. You need a baseline reality. And I think this was kind of between the 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 pantheon of gods on God Mountain or whatever it was called. Um, um, Olymp and, yeah. Olympic City. City. Uh, Olympic um, City. Christian yeah, Bale? Yeah. Christian Bale? Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely underused. loved it. Criminally underused. And when I, oh, for sure. Cause when I saw the, I thought very brave to kill a kid in the cold open, you know? Um, and I was like, oh shit, this might be like dark and I'm here for it. Uh, yeah, and then it was so immediately much. like, immediately yeah. like. Not so much. Mm -mm. Not so much. Not, not so dark. It was scary. It had a, it had a few scary moments. A little bit. Yeah. In Ragnarok, um, uh, it was a much better balance of Agreed. humor and story and heart and drama uh, in the, the humor was in service of the moments. Like this, the humor served a purpose. Uh, it served the greater good of the, of the film. Mm -hmm. Whereas with this, the humor was the point. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, the, and things were built. It seemed like things were built around the humor rather than the humor and the jokes yeah. being there to uh, enhance what's, mm -hmm. what's under yeah. underneath. Um, I think it was a, a rare misfire for Taika Waititi. It was a very enjoyable film. I liked it a lot, um, but it's not what the it's not, it wasn't Ragnarok style. Yeah. It, it, he it, and when you look at the the progression of the 
character and the films, that was the natural, you know, next step. Uh, because the first one, super serious, second one, you know, a little bit lighter, and then the Ragnarok, the humor and the drama, and this was just all out goofy. Um, so the progression of things makes sense, even though he didn't do the uh, first two. Um, did the same director do the first two? I think he did, right? I think not. I think those yeah. were two different directors. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so I Quick. think it, it was just too much. Can I ask a it's quick question? Um, real quick, before you finally get to like the, the in-depth of like Ms. Marvel, uh, with Thor, is it happen. me? All right. <laughs> is it me or is Thor one of the characters that like developed the most off-screen? Because I feel like there's been a lot of stuff like we saw a peak of him and Jane together that you didn't see in any other movie because every yeah. time you saw him, he was like in mission mode. Mm-hmm. They never really brought up Jane until like they broke up. Yeah. And then um one quick thing too that, that that I like that now I think I think everybody has to be like a detective is uh were they were they not blipped or snapped? Because like uh Jane was like, yeah, that was like three years ago, right? And and Thor's like, nope, that was like five more years than that, like six or seven years. So like was she snapped and like did that affect her process of thinking stuff? Um, because I really feel like Thor in his movies stuff gets stuff gets done but like i don't know if he really develops or yeah. like grows as a character i feel like we see him in his movies dealing with whatever happened in 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 an avengers movie or in him him dropping in somewhere else yeah and I, I don't know and i think i think a slight issue here is that like so we saw ragnarok and everyone was like holy shit this thor is amazing you know we love this thor and then we saw two movies of Thor that wasn't Ragnarok Thor and suddenly he's like brooding and it's a little Ragnarok-y and when he gets fat and that was awesome love fat Thor big fan um but you know it it, it was totally a different Thor and there were a lot of criticisms that said like well Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity War kind of undid all the fun that you know, undid a lot of character development that we got in Ragnarok. And then for this one, it's like we snap back to like super Ragnarok Thor. So I think yeah. I'm getting a little whiplash as a fan going like, well, who the hell is Thor? Like what, what, like he, we, he started off brooding and dumb and, and, and smashed with hammer and everything's great. He basically started off as like hot Hulk. Uh, and then he went to like yep. super funny, um, you know, kind of tongue in cheek, self-aware, um, but pleasantly so. And then he went back to brooding, cut off a head, went into a deep depression, got fat. And now he, in a montage, is not fat anymore. He's the hottest he's ever been. And he's the most tongue in cheek, nothing is serious he's ever been. So I am very much going like, who is this character? What does Marvel want me to think of this character? Because like a bunch of the other characters feel stable where Thor still doesn't feel like, like it feels like he figured himself out and then he like, deleted the deleted the uh the hard drive and it's like oh crap i lost that whole project Um, yeah and for a character who has of all the marvel heroes and correct me if i'm wrong please because i probably am but it feels like thor more than many has lost the most i was gonna bring Uh, that up his his home world his people his mom his dad jane now his his brother brother, multiple times (laughs) uh his eye (laughs) you know uh he he lost a lot of people in the in the blip um so there's just an insane amount that this movie didn't quite like they talked about that stuff but they didn't show yeah he he, it didn't feel like thor felt the things that he was talking about and the losses that he's encountered he basically got alderaan yeah did it did uh which is coming out soon right um <laughs> another one yeah uh, yeah the other things uh i enjoyed <clears throat> were oh and heimdall also died uh so another person very very close to him um but it was cool seeing him in valhalla which was nice um also i speaking of valhalla i find it very hard to believe that lady sif did not know the rules of valhalla <laughs> Just gonna say that she knows what the deal is. You got to be holding the sword. You got to die in battle. That's how it works. Um, the 
small moment where he pulls out uh, Stormbreaker and it's uh, started to grow again in, with, with roots. I thought that was cool. Um, I did enjoy Brett Goldstein. That's the name, right? As, uh, as popping up as Hercules. I think that's going to be a fun character um, with him behind it. Uh, the Olymp- omnipotent city. It was, all, it, it was just so, it was just all so ridiculous. Um, but Christian Bale, I really enjoyed. I thought he was criminally underused, as I, as I mentioned. Um, there were a lot of things going for this movie that were unfortunately undercut by how funny they tried to make it. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's gone on record as saying that he's not going to release a director's cut of the film because it's got even more of that stuff. <laughs> uh, and he's like, sometimes you just got to, you know, you got to be told enough is enough. Yeah. Well, now that we're done talking about Ms. Marvel, I think we can finally move to Thor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's going on with, uh, with Kamran? Uh, they sent him away to meet up with the, the Red Scarves. What are they? <laughs> the Red Dagger. Red Dagger. <laughs> Which it's interesting because the, the guy is known as the Red Dagger singular in the comic. And it seems like they're the Red Dagger, like, yeah. you know, almost like the Multiple. Yakuza or something. Not that they're yeah. an organized crime thing, but like, you know, they're right. a, they're a group, an organization rather than a, an individual. Um, yeah. Is he going to be a villain? I feel like they're pushing him that way. It's certainly like a w- what's going to happen here. Because, you know, his mom died. He's going to be sore about that. That's yeah. how he got his power. He might feel, you know, you could see them saying something like, uh, you you could have saved her and you didn't. Uh, so I think it's probably going to be one of those like villain for a movie, and then like uh, face turn and Z mode. Yeah, he'll be a villain for the for the he'll be in the Marvels uh, movie as probably like an an antihero slash or or villain, and then he'll like show up to to like he'll he'll get a good punch in on Doom uh, in Secret Wars or something like that. Yeah. Speaking of Marvels, what was the deal? What was the deal um, with the um, Captain Marvel moment? Yeah, interesting. They just right? kind of switched places. Yeah. Somehow. So there was some speculation, like, did she transform into uh, Captain Marvel, or did they swap places? And I think it's been kind of established now with like post interviews and analysis that they switch places that's why she's so confused um I, I think what that was is introducing a new power um like you know it's like a it's connecting the universes so people who might be are, are pretty casual can go oh that's why they're going to be in this movie together i get it mm-hmm. now and also before going in that movie they don't have to they don't have to now introduce how um she can like switch places maybe with other people with Cree technology. Who knows? Cause that's probably what that bangle is. It's probably Cree technology. Yeah, like sure. the yeah. 10 rings are like, mm-hmm. you know, a couple other things. Are. I think yeah. that's, that's what I took from it. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't talk about it, but uh, they do sneak in mutant in, in here. Oh, uh, and we were yeah. talking about it in, in our Slack. Uh, and it was, for so long, ever since 2018, 19, when they bought Fox, when Disney bought Fox, and you know the mutants are coming, uh, how are they going to do it? How are they going to work in the mutants? And it was just like, hey, you're a mutant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You it was great. A mutation. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, they didn't even they didn't even say mutant. <laughs> they were like, you're kind of mutation <laughs> a little bit, and we're all like, <gasps> he said he said a derivative of the word. Yeah, and then they bring in, and I love that I said this in the Slack too, but uh, they bring in the uh, from the animated X-Men, which they also did, of course, in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So I love that that is just such a iconic, like everybody knows this is the X-Men, this is mutant, Mm -hmm. uh, and they're not, like, there was like five or six X-Men movies. Yeah. Then there's no. They didn't bring in any theme from any of the Fox films. It's it's that cartoon, and I fucking love yeah. that. Yeah, I think there there maybe wasn't enough time when those films started to to be like, oh, like nostalgia takes a little while to build up, and when this 
when the when the when that little light motif started playing through, which I'm glad they're using more than once. Mm-hmm. I think I think we're we are we have never been more ripe for '90s nostalgia right now. Like we are, it's everywhere. It's fashion and and music and yes, uh, definitely going to have to have jubilee. Yeah, in oh, in yeah. this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Rogue Gambit, let's go. Bring the I whole Rogue. About Rogue, didn't you? Rogue's confirmed. I think. What is she? Okay. I believe so. I but be- well, I think Rogue might be in the Marvels. Yeah, I think there's some speculation I, I would, about that. I'd be surprised if she wasn't. That would be. I mean, why though? Why? What's her? What's her, What's the connection? Well, there? in the in the cartoon series, uh, I'm not sure if it's accurate as far as like comic book goes, but cartoon series, Rogue has her super strength, her flight, her her mutant power is just absorbing life energy, right. life force. But mm-hmm. the reason why she has superpowers, but as far as flight and strength. Is she took it from uh, at the time Carol Danvers, Miss Marvel. There was like mm. a mission she was on working for um, Mystique, and they they ran into her and literally sapped her powers. So yep. in in the series, I'm not sure Miss Marvel was even active after that, but she got her powers from Miss Marvel. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see like a southern red hair girl, and all of a sudden she has this white streak, and that might that might be like the introduction. Yeah, <laughs> and I think. Um, I mean, just just the fact that the the Ms. Marvel show kind of broke the broke the mutant, uh, you know, the Seal. floodgate a little bit. Yeah, like it would bit. make sense that maybe the next time this is brought up is I think I think the Marvels is coming out next spring, so like yeah. less than a year. Uh, although although Black Panther's still technically supposed to come out in November. Yeah. Which like bonkers that we haven't seen an actual trailer yet, and none of those ones on YouTube are, are real. It's all bullshit speculation <laughs> trailers. Editing. Yeah, it's and it's and it's not great editing. Um, and I but, think, but is Namor for that? Yeah. I think Namor's Namor is, I believe, all but confirmed, if not fully confirmed, to be in um, Black Panther two. And Namor is canonically he was the first mutant in the MCU. Yeah. They kind of like. He wasn't a mutant when he was first introduced because he was he predated all the mo- modern Marvel characters. He was back when Marvel was like strange tales of suspense, and, and um, he's always been kind of a dickhead. So I'm hoping that he's still a dickhead, uh, and um, but canonically a mutant. So unless they change that, that's probably going to be the next time uh, you know we get any more mutant um, mutant insertion. Yeah. Uh, the ones we have coming up are Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, The Marvels, and then Fantastic Four with an, uh, it doesn't even have a year next to it um, on Wikipedia right now. But next year we have those three at least. Yeah. Um, I like the, oh, my bad. I was going to say, as far as like, like you were, uh, Rob was mentioning it earlier, as far as like uh, them retconning Namor to be a mutant. Um, I remember after after watching the, ser- the series finale, I was watching, I think it was probably New Rock Stars or a different video where they mentioned that the whole reason why she was an inhuman was at the time they didn't want to use mutants. So they had to try to yeah. find like a way to like work around that. So it'd be very yeah. interesting if she was always meant to be a mutant. Yeah. And the fact that she is one now, maybe they're going back to clean up what they wanted to do anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I like it. I think that I makes a lot it. of sense. I think that theory makes makes a ton of sense. Yeah, they didn't want to add anything to Fox's uh, toy box that they could make money on when when you know, they wanted to keep for themselves. So, like, everything that they wanted to make a mutant became an Inhuman. Mm-hmm. And I still don't think they're done with the Inhumans in the MCU. They just need to figure out a way to do it better than that series. Because that series... <laughs> was hot garbage yeah. um i'm most excited about transport. quantum media yeah i think because i want more kang i'm like loki was he, broad strokes again i think a reason why it's been hard to to really like blow me away in the mcu is because you came out of the gate with wanda and loki so like they were maybe two of my favorite things the mcu's ever done ever and loki probably for me takes takes the throne and 
Kang was introduced another another basically like finale like insertion character that hasn't been picked back up yet and I'm just like I want Kang Kang should be the big bad like make Kang do cool stuff because the actor is incredible the character is amazing and has like a bunch of different iterations you can play with it uh that's that I'm very excited about Quantumania um Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four for sure too, but of the upcoming films, I think, uh, and not for Ant Man and the Wasp, I think they're great characters. They're very fun. It's always fun to watch Paul Rudd do stuff. Uh, but I'm excited for more Kang. Yeah, same, same. Uh, anything more about Ms. Marvel? I'm excited to see what they do. I'm. I know I said it kind of mentioned this before, but I'm excited to see what the the actors do after this. Cause I think I think I think a lot of them shot like shine in this series. I think mm-hmm. uh, the main character will be way too busy with Marvel stuff for her to do other things right now. But I think a lot of supporting cast you'll see in other other productions, yeah. other things. Um I totally agree with that. My my thoughts would be I think it's probably gonna get another actual season. I don't I hope it's not done with you know even these tiny little number one marvel add two more episodes to these six episode seasons we need two more give me two more cut split the difference they don't need to be 12 but like give me give me eight um i hope that as this character i think the next the next marvel's movie that that features ms marvel is going to be very cosmic uh it's going to be very broad in scope and i think that's great i hope that as it goes forward it doesn't lose the fact that this is a really great superhero teenager from Jersey City, because I love yeah. that close to the ground stuff. And and it's I I love the, I love the uh, the street level superheroes, the stuff that Netflix yeah, did. Very, Most of it was great. I love the cosmic stuff. I really hope we get Nova coming up in Phase Five or whatever. I think that rumor is really cool. I love Nova Core and I love specifically Nova. I think Ms. Marvel has this really cool opportunity to really kind of like spider-man bridge the gap between street level and cosmic level uh superhero so i hope it doesn't lose that feeling of like this is still a teenager in high school in jersey city and they you know she's got friends because like like keen was saying all those characters that were surrounding the main character i'm interested in all of them so yeah yep um i did like how they weren't shy about calling out the government <laughs> when it came to anything uh, with the mosque. Uh, they yep. were always commenting about this or that. Um, so I thought that was cool. Uh, the general showing of the the cultures throughout the series, I thought was great. Um, and then trusting that the, or not caring, probably somewhere in between, uh, that the audience th- that they're directing this to may not get all the references um, and they're going to have to do some work if they really care to understand the show um, and some of the things that were going on. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, I thought that, yeah, the actors were were all were all great. I thought they all had very good chemistry. Uh, poor Bruno, once again. Um, curious what, what becomes of him, because he's headed off to MIT, something like that, right? Uh, Caltech. Uh, somewhere in California. Caltech. I think Caltech. Berkeley. Caltech, yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah, um, but overall, still re- one of the higher-rated Marvel shows that's that's been out there, uh, which I did not expect to enjoy the show as much as I did. Thought it was really well done. Um, so good for them. Any other thoughts on Thor? Um, I I love the fact that that I don't know I don't know if you guys told me or someone else told me that like all the kids were all the actors' kids. Mm-hmm. That, that yeah. was kind of cool and like cost-effective. Um, I think, I think, uh, the fact that they introduced another, I think the fact that they introduced another, um, cosmic character in love, uh, which is really cool. Um, and that goes back to, that goes back to, I think Axel will be a beast very soon and he might be another member for the Young Avengers. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he was, I thought he was real good as the, uh, as Heimdall's son, um, uh, and has his powers. Uh, I thought that was uh, great <clears throat> to have them have them do that. Yeah. Uh, and then it was, of course, cool to see Heimdall at the end there, having oh, yeah. not seen him since Endgame. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Welcoming um, Jane to Bahala. 
Yeah, I think it was a fun movie. It was, it was. We went and saw it in the theaters. We get so we get precious few opportunities to go to see stuff in the theaters. So it's like if it's not streaming, I'm not watching it usually, um, unless it's an MCU movie and we get babysitters and and make the point. And I and I didn't for a second like regret going. I wasn't like you know because we also. The, the 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 screening we picked was like one of those twenty two dollars a ticket reclining seats at IMAX but, thing, so it was like a a fifty dollar affair after fees. Geez. But um, but I didn't regret it. It was really nice. It was it was a really fun movie. It just wasn't um, it it didn't show me any new tricks that I was like. I think I think every MCU movie I want like I want something that surprises me, and. Uh, you know the post credit stuff wasn't surprising enough and uh the stuff that was before was either spoiled already you know again like if you can keep if if you if you can be brave and keep the fact that um that uh uh there's a new thor um you know if you can like maybe hold that back that's like an insane moment uh, and yeah. I just don't, I think we just might be past that in terms of a society, in terms of what we expect from our films and, um, you know, keeping things from us and allowing us to be legitimately surprised. Like, we're going to go see these movies. We're, yeah, they're MCU movies. They're going to be very successful, um, yeah. whether you spoil a bunch in the, in the previews or not. So, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe we're just past the point as a society that we can keep stuff from ourselves. There's just, <laughs> there's no secrecy anymore. Yeah, we didn't talk about it so much, uh, but Jane as Thor, I thought she was good. She was great. Um, but I awesome. thought that the story of all of that was so rushed. Uh, just they, oh, yeah. they, it's like one, two, skip a few. Now I'm Thor. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Which is another like I liked the that it was a short Marvel movie, but I think it also could have been probably twenty five minutes longer. It felt long. I thought it was really? so weird. It was like it felt. I felt like it was rushed. And it was too long. Like it was, <laughs> it was this really weird thing of like, which basically means it spent time on things that I think it could have like truncated and it, and it sped through things that I could have sat in a little bit longer. Like yeah. you basically, well, they had the problem of, you know, uh, Natalie Portman was having beef with the MCU as basically I'm not coming back. So they had to just kind of unceremoniously get rid of her character in the previous, in a previous Thor movie. And then she comes back, so they have to be like, well, now how do we bridge that gap? How do we make it so, okay, so here's a here's a montage of them getting slowly further and further apart and uh, until ultimately, like, you know, Thor just leaves and does God stuff somewhere. And now why are they back together? Um, yeah. So, you know, I get it from, I get that it's hard to, to do that and not make it it's an, an entire movie in and of itself. But um. You know, there's other ways around that. You could have released like some some uh, some little featurettes beforehand. If yeah. you were gonna spoil the fact that Jane is Thor, you could have released like a few. They've even done this with Thor before. They've had like little featurettes that they've released um, on the side that kind of bridged some gaps about like Thor's hammer and things like that. And uh, you, know, you could have done that. You could have been like, here's here's the here's what you didn't see, and then you don't need to spend time doing that in the film. You can spend a little more time dealing with the emotional levity of like having a character that is dying from cancer and, and what that means. Um, yeah. Also yeah. Valhalla looked just like, uh, like there was no difference to me from Valhalla and, um, uh, and Asgard. Yeah. Like it just looked yeah. like Asgard. Yeah, speaking of, uh, I did enjoy how touristy New Asgard has become. So cool. Yeah. That's a whole movie. Yeah, it is. New Asgard, like, show me the bureaucracy of, uh, you know, of Valkyrie being the president of New Asgard, the mayor yeah. of New Asgard. Like, that you know, was a whole thing I could have sat in for longer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also enjoyed <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, Matt so Damon. Funny. Liam Hemsworth, I think, was the yes. other one. Yeah. No, and wait. Sam Neill. Sam Neill, not Liam. Which Hemsworth was that? Chris. Uh, uh, Le not the, the third Chris one, because Liam Liam is the tall one with the dark hair, with dark hair. So that was Gary. A short, that's a short one. Gary, <laughs> Gary Hemsworth. Gary Hemsworth. <laughs> Hemsworth. <laughs> he was working oh, at a Jiffy Lube before this, and they were like, "He looks, he's good." Yeah, I thought the reenactments were 
were fun and dumb. Um, yeah. We didn't need them. Like you, you could have cut that stuff. But was, I, I'm glad to have seen it. What was really funny about that is it, it it that felt like a personal attack because I I, I feel like there were like you know improvisers and actors and sketch sketch comedians in general when like the pandemic hit we were kind of like a how do we let this affect our art and make sure that people can still have an outlet to do art and it was like i don't know man everybody just like because <laughs> immediately when all the children were kidnapped he was like we must we must write to this and i was yeah. like oh that feels very that yeah. that feels at home let's mm-hmm. make this about we're the actors let's make this let's make this tragedy about ourselves uh, the next thing, because we're we're not going to be doing anything for a little while, a um, couple weeks at least, uh, is She-Hulk, August seventeenth. She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Yeah. And hopefully they cleaned up that CGI a little bit, but also I. Oh, I hope they made it worse. I hope they leaned. <laughs> I, I was going to say, like I I've been watch. I finished up watching The Flash. I had started watching it uh, years ago, and then I missed the, like the last four or five seasons, and I I'm all caught up. Um, and there's plenty of terrible CGI on that. Um, but if the mm-hmm. if the story is engaging, which you know the Flash is what it is, um, thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, it you're gonna you're gonna look past it. I mean, think about all the shit we grew up on and how horrible <laughs> some of these things things were. Oh, yeah. If you were into it, you're into it. Um, I saw one thing where the director was kind of defending the look, so I don't think it's gonna get any better. Um, and why? It appears like that versus you know someone like Thanos or um, any of the others, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fun one, and I'm curious who who else that's already been introduced may pop up in in that series. Whether it's Charlie Cox, which makes makes sense as as Daredevil, um, seems like he's just going to be popping up around any of these TV shows now because he's talked about being an echo with a uh, kingpin again so mm-hmm. yeah that's all i got any other thoughts um shout out to uh oh, i forgot his name uh the dude that played zeus for sticking russell to Crow. oh russell, russell Crow Crow, for, for sticking to a very <laughs> thick thick greek accent and uh, did you hear they, they shot uh they shot all of his scenes using two different accents so I think there exists a full there there could exist a cut of this movie where <laughs> I believe Zeus is just Australian. What? Yeah, because they, they, like literally going into the editing rooms like uh, during the shooting, I think Taika said he could not decide how he wanted to do you know how he wanted that voice. So he they shot everything twice. Um, at least that's the rumor. Right? That, that that's the that's the stuff I read. So so on that DVD there might be like which version of or you could that would how cool would that be if you could just like <laughs> just choose which version you want let me watch the australian zeus version yeah that's funny all right well that'll do it we'll be back in a few weeks talking about she hulk attorney at law uh thank you rob thank you keen thank whoever's listening bye thank you bye